No, not Good Friday yet. That's next week. Well, every Friday is a good Friday, Steve. Yeah, you're not wrong. Pretty much. So, guys, welcome to another Nate Lounge episode. Woo! Nate Lounge. <laughs> Nate Lounge. Welcome to the Nate Lounge. Oh, hey, ladies how and you gentlemen. D- how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he is yeah. not sexy. It's a Friends reference. Yeah, but no. You're no. not Tribbiani. You're more Chandler Bing. Oh. With a little bit of Ross Geller mixed in. Pivot. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> Pivot. Laughed, laughed, laughed. Laughed. Yeah. No, yeah, we kind of are Joey and Chandler, but we neither really of us are really Joey, I don't think. No. No. I'm more Phoebe. Yes. A little bit of Monica mixed in. I could yeah, I could see you singing about Smelly Cat. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Many times. There you go. I have a few of those. Well, speaking of singing Smelly Cat, Steve, maybe you could do it with what you with know Chad, the karaoke? The karaoke. Yeah. Guys, we talk about karaoke in this episode. So, Nate Lounge, guys. So, we aren't just talking to ourselves about friends, references. That really went off the rails really quick. That went real quick. That's completely off what we're doing. Speaking of being on the rails and then jumping off of them sometimes. Uh, we are talking today to Chad Schultz. He is a Grand Rapids comedian. Does host a uh, comedy uh, like open mic in Grand Rapids. Hopefully, as of right now, they are doing that. He does plug it on our pod. And has a wrestling podcast. Chad yeah. came on and uh, approached us and said, hey, guys, I got an idea. Can I be on your pod? And we're like, well, sure. Yeah. What do you want to do? And he said, a wrestling album. I know what you're thinking. Like, oiled up dudes, dancing around. And Speedos. Speedos. And women with less than Speedos, probably. Yeah. And, I mean, why not? Yeah. And, and also, music-wise, you're probably thinking a lot of grunting, angry men, which you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong. But there are more. there's more than that on here. There's it more is. more than that in this album. Yeah. So we had a hell of a time with Chad. It was a lot of fun. And you know what? He gave us this grand idea to post this pod on the Friday before Wrestle Freaking Mania. Which is Brandon is a really big pay per view for wait for wrestling. I I am aware of that. Thank okay, you. I had to bring pop culture in here and let Thank you know. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Brandon Brandon may have said a bad word on here, so Mrs. Alberta, if you are listening, turn it off. <laughs> I don't know what got into me. Nah, it was the wrestling. The wrestling. The wrestling. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, um, first of all, check out Chad. His stuff on on Twitter, Facebook is awesome. He's uh, doing his karaoke and uh, comedy open mic nights in Grand Rapids. His yeah. podcast seems like a lot of fun. Um, and if you like wrestling, what right up your alley. Uh, him and his buddies who do that, check him out. Have well, some fun with this one. And we we'll had have, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have all of his stuff in the show notes too. Yeah. So you guys can can check it out. So for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before we kind of get into this episode, let's plug our stuff, Steve. So we are. <laughs> We're the Notes by Goats podcast. We are so the Notes by Goats podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Notes by Goats Pod, and Notes by Goats the Notes by Goats podcast on Facebook, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, and iHeart are the three big ones as of right now. We may add to that in the future. Those three, you can find us, follow, subscribe, uh, rate, review. If you do find uh, these episodes to be to your liking, 
your subscriptions, your rating, and your reviews do help push us up a little bit of the track uh, listing, which is why we always ask for those. Uh, it just helps us reach more people. The biggest way we reach more people, though, is you guys sharing us with your friends. Yep. Have them listen. Uh, if they like us, great. If they don't, just pretend like we were never here. Yeah. We're okay with that. And then yeah. maybe come back later. Right. You never know. We're, word of mouth is going to get us farther than anybody else. And our friends and family and uh, acquaintances that we check out here who listen to us, you guys are helping us greatly make this thing go go farther than we can ever think of. Uh, once again, if you are in a foreign country, not in the United States of America, uh, even if you're in Canada. That's a foreign country. That's a foreign country. Let us know where you are. We might even send you something. There you go. I mean, you get some stickers in the mail or whatnot. Who knows? Right. But uh, we love interacting with fans. And if you're not from the U.S. and you don't hate all Americans, maybe you just like me and Brandon, we're cool with that. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> we would love to. We'd love to hang out and talk to you guys. Absolutely, guys. So, Steve, let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Enjoy this episode with Chad Showtime Schultz. <laughs> Chad, welcome to the Notes with Goats podcast, man. Hey. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Before we get into the album a little bit, Chad, who are you? What do you, what what brings you to the pod? What how do how do I know you? I mean, you and I've never actually physically met yet. I don't believe we have. No, I was no. wondering about that. No, no I haven't. I am a Grand Rapids based stand up comic. I uh, book the uh, Monday Comedy Mania open mic um, at Fulton Street Pub and Grill. I'm hoping to get that up and running when, you know, quarantine dies down a little bit more. Yeah, man. Um, I've been doing stand up for a few years in the area. And I'm uh, also a big, uh, big pro wrestling fan, which we'll uh, hear much more about later. And I, 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 I co host a uh, podcast called The Undisputed Podcast of the World. Um, with my uh, best friend Trebuchet and some others, yeah, man. and we um, we talk wrestling pretty frequently. Nice, that's awesome. So, kind of getting right into wrestling, Chad. What album are we are we talking about today, man? We're doing WWE Reckless Intent. It was the first uh, album I ever paid money for. Um, it was really my introduction into music. I played video games as a kid, and I watched wrestling. I didn't listen to a lot of music. And when I heard there was a record coming out with some of like the, the entrance themes on, I was like, okay, well I could put that on my iPod. Like I could, you know, listen yeah, to that yeah. on the way to the bus stop or whatever. It's funny to look back on it now. Cause what I thought were like just songs, I really look back and go like WWE was trying to mimic popular artists at the time. Yeah. And it, it, looking back, I go like, Oh, this is just like a straight ripoff. Like this is, it's kind of funny to go back and listen to it in retrospect. Cause a lot of it feels like, knock off um other uh, you know more popular artists absolutely steve sure. steve you kind of did a background i did a little bit of background on this yeah. one there wasn't a whole lot out there but so released in may of 2006 it's uh 15 tracks coming in at 54 minutes <laughs> there are two bonus tracks on a walmart exclusive because of course of course it's a walmart exclusive yeah man um, nothing, nothing says pro wrestling will be like walmart exclusive oh right yes <laughs> gotta get the walmart the walmart in there heck yeah it's good old vince mcmahon knows how to brand for damn sure it is a compilation album so lots of artists different different uh genres of music all over the place here one of the things 
I found was interesting on this one is that in a track they didn't use, and I'm a little pissed they didn't use this one because I think it'd be fucking awesome, is Avenged Sevenfold recorded a version of Pantera's Walk for this album, and they didn't use it. They didn't use really. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. About Avenged this. Sevenfold re- recorded Walk by Pantera, which is a classic Pantera song, right? And yeah. just awesome that all exists. by itself. That's yeah. And they. I, I've heard them it. cover that before. I had no idea it was WWE related. Yeah. So that they did it originally for WWE. It was recorded, and then they didn't freaking use it. I don't know why, but. Um, wow. Yeah, I was a little pissed when I read that. I was like, I was like, I like looked back to the track volumes. I even looked at the Walmart exclusive tracks. And I was like, mm, God damn it! What are those? Do you, do you happen to have those? I don't know those. I don't know what those were either. It, it didn't. I mean, it didn't give me those. I don't. I just got the basics. And then uh, debuted at number eight on Billboard because wrestling does in fact sell. Yeah, um, the Billboard 200. So it debuted at number eight. It was on the on the Billboard uh, charts for at least 20 weeks. So wow, it, it hung out for a while. This is just funny. This is a follow-up to WWE Forcible Entry, which was an odd title. Yeah, very. Re- re- so that's actually a. Um, and I, I was, I wanted to do either this one or that one, and that one is more of like a heavy metal album. It's, yes. a, it's another compilation, but it's a lot harder music. Yes, and this is the first time they mixed in like hip hop and rap into one of their compilations. And they originally were going to title this Forcible Entry Number Two, and I was like, they should have done that because that would make so many more jokes on that one. At, at, at eleven years old, I would have had a, had would have had a hard time convincing my parents to let me buy uh, Forcible, Forcible Entry. Entry Part Two <laughs> for anything. Oh my! You want to buy what? Like. <laughs> It's a but sequel the, to what it's porno? A, it's a yeah, it's, it's yeah, a perfect exactly. that's a perfect wrestling title though, because you I mean just two dudes greased up going after it. Forceful ah. entry number two. All right, no. So that was kind of my backstory <laughs> on that one. I I you know found as many dick and fart jokes as I possibly could. Yeah. Um it's kind of what I do. So it was the first first album that you bought. You said so you yeah. were eleven? I was eleven, yeah. I would have been um I would have been turning twelve pretty quickly, but so middle uh, school. I started liking wrestling at the age of 10. Okay. I would have been, yeah, it would have been like yeah, 11. Yeah, I was not very far into liking wrestling when this had come out. Um, the only, it, this influenced my music taste and the music that was in the um, pro wrestling video games at the time did that too. So there's a lot of like, um, a lot of Three Days Grace mixed in there. Uh, oh, yeah. Saliva, which you'll hear on the album. There's yeah. a lot of that. Um, yeah, there was a lot. I mean, that post grunge that... and pro wrestling went hand in hand just beautifully yes. like new metal stuff as well a little bit mixed in there no for yep. sure at that time 2006 that i had kind of gotten away from wrestling so i was kind of the same time frame as you in middle school but that for me was like in 90 96 um oh, okay so like you're old i'm older yeah i'm th- almost 37 so in this situation i would have been like the heyday of wwf with like uh stone cold and the rock yeah. and when it was you like were probably they were probably putting out like their first wrestling albums when you started watching that like that yeah, was that was so when they first started making music when they said intro music i was in this said this i didn't look at what year it came out and i was like i'm looking for the glass break where's stone cold's music come on baby let's and i listened to, i was like what the shit no <laughs> like, and then like the triple h song and i was just like it's cool to hear motorhead but why no 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 that it's time to play the game let's go and it, i was just like what the no this is the right so i was i was like the the like middle schooler in me was like getting ready to hulk out because i'm just what the hell but so i loved wrestling in the same age and i kind of grew away from it i i appreciate what they do i've seen it live many a times doing security in the grand rapids area um having met 
a few, I actually met a couple of guys in this album. Um, and I've met old school wrestlers, uh, and they're, they're pretty nice dudes for the most part, just doing security from the time I was 13, 14 until I was like 28, um, just doing all kinds of crazy events. But yeah, so same kind of time I was like when Monday night raw, like was like the biggest thing in the world. That was when I was the wrestling fan. So like I appreciate when, when Brandon told me, he sends me a message and he says, Hey, I got a buddy who wants to be in the podcast. And I'm usually like, okay, what are we doing? He goes, well, why do you feel about wrestling? And I was like, <laughs> Greco Roman or wrestling? He goes, never mind. We're good. <laughs> You'll be fine. I'm like, all right, which one? And he goes, wrestling. I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, cause I could do Greco Roman too, but that'd be kind of weird. So Brandon, how I, you're kind of the odd one out here, but I think, uh, oh, are you like Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior? You know, you're a okay. WCW guy, aren't you? Uh, no, but he is. I yeah. probably, guys. I grew up in a sheltered home. Sheltered surprise. Um, I know, real big surprise. Um, Mama Alberta didn't bring him so, wrestling in. No, uh, she didn't even let I, me watch watch The Simpsons. Oh my god! So I didn't watch The Simpsons. I really had to. The, the pro wrestling thing was I needed a hobby, and that was it, my parents were basically at the age of ten. They had kind of a dorky loser son that found somebody he liked, and they either had to go, you can have it or you can't. And they decided they didn't want to put up with me bitching about it, so they let me have it. But I was probably go. in a pretty similar situation. I go. love it. I love that. Yeah. So I would, I mean, I know like the bit the big names, and I would watch like a little bit of wrestling, but I was like, this shit's fake. And then I would like, <laughs> yeah, I heard, and then I'd watch like, and, and then I'd watch like some Disney Channel original yeah. movie or some bullshit. Like <laughs> exactly. Sweet, sweet, sweet Life of Zack and Cody, right? That's it. Well, no, I was a little old for Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. For me, it was like the uh, or Disney Channel movies like Brink and Smart House. Okay. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about? Johnny yeah. Tsunami. Yeah, man. See, there you go. Yeah. Those... Like, did you ever watch Three Ninjas? The movie Three Ninjas? I'm sure I have. Like crazy ass. Hulk Hogan was in it. Yeah, he was in the one of the sequels. Second, the second one, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, originally like wrestling for me, it was like, I'm I again 37. So I when I was a little little kid, I liked wrestling, and it's a fun fun story. I actually gave my mom a black eye jumping off the top rope. It was just a counter, like I hopped <laughs> off the counter and like headbutted her, um, and like did the flying headbutt. But no, go. um, yeah. as like I would think I was like four, and there's a picture of of like her and I like a couple of days later taking a picture for like family, and she has the shiner, and I'm like, what the hell happened? And she goes, that was you. I'm like, so some of you guys may not know about me. I'm a I'm legally blind and this, I always had bad vision growing up and people would always go, Chad, wrestling is so fake. Like, how can you not tell? And I go, guys, like for real, they, it looks like a real hit to me. Like I was just yeah. blessed with not enough visual capacity to tell when they're not, not actually yeah. clobbering each other. Pro wrestling is meant for the visually impaired. Oh community, yes. Really. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Let's get into this one a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Who's on first? We'll let Chad go first. Okay. Chad, what was your favorite track of this album? Um, I feel like it was bookended really well. I feel like the opening track, um, I Walk Alone by Sliva, was very, very good. Um, I feel like King of Kings by Motorhead is very good. I would say those are probably two like the 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 best tracks on there. And for me personally, um, I love big blues rock fans, so I I crank it up by the big show's theme. Yeah. That one always has like a special place for me too, just because it's got a certain, I don't know, bluesiness to it that yeah. always stuck out. For sure. Right. What about you, Brandon? What was your favorite? So I went, so this entire album, I don't know much about wrestling or the, the you know, the wrestlers really. So I'm coming at this more musically than anything. I know. So it'll be fun. 
right? Okay. Uh, Burning My Light was the one that I picked. That's up. Randy Orton's. That was, oh, um, sure, that that was my favorite. That was my favorite track growing up. Okay. Because uh, okay. he, the story behind it is he had just become a good guy. His his big team of bad guys had just jumped him and beaten him up real bad. And it was this kind of story of like retribution in the song. And it was, it went really well with like this young kid uh, beating up his, uh, you know, former teammates. Isn't he a heel now though? He is. He was a heel from, it was really one of his only good guy runs was when he got that music right away. Okay. So Brandon, if you didn't know a heel is a bad guy. I figured that like the, you know, the Achilles heel, the, you know, the bad guy. I get it. Turned around. But yeah, no, it was super catchy. Uh, Had a good beat to it. Drives you forward and just kind of pumps you up. All right. Yeehaw. (laughs) <laughs> all right so my favorite i'm i'm the 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 show hip-hop guy uh so he, having hip-hop on this album i was just like yeah let's go uh was somebody's gonna get it by three six mafia which is mark henry so a couple different reasons this song should be playing on repeat in my house i live in a house with three boys two teenagers and a seven-year-old who's constantly walking around trying to beat somebody up at four boys total the fighting is real you add me in and my wife, and well, I agree. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. Yeah, like it just is. It's just every on a daily basis, somebody in my house is probably going to get the crap kicked out of them by somebody. It just is. There's too much testosterone running around. Yeah, but it's fun. It's kind of weird, all, a little bit. But Mark Henry was also kind of weird too. And Three Six Mafia is kind of a weird group all by themselves. So I, I appreciated the fact that they had hip hop on here and that Three Six Mafia was on here too. Well, that was that. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you want to go into your least favorite? Yeah, I'll go with my least favorite. So my least favorite was Fury of the Storm by Shadows Fall, which is uh, Rob Van Dam's uh, RVD's uh, track. So this is like your typical wrestling, heavy guitar, yelling white dude, lots of grunting, uh, lyrics that make no sense. So I met I met Rob Van Dam when he was ECW. Like, oh, did security. you? Yeah, I met him. In, in a small concert show-ish in Muskegon the, at the L.C. Walker Arena. And yep, they used to do them there. They did, yeah, they did them there. I, I've been to a bunch of them. I've met CM Punk. I've met this guy. I met Mick Foley back in the day at the L.C. That's, Walker Arena. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, Mick Foley, super nice guy. Rob Van Dam, epic tool. Just is. Like, most wrestlers I've met, like, even the heels, they're, when they're in character, they're a complete tool. But usually when they're not in character and there are like the clear shift for most of these guys yeah. when they are in character, they're pretty decent, nice dudes. Like for the most part, they're just every day, like out there getting the shit kicked out of them as a job guys or kicking the shit out of somebody. It's kind of what they do. I, I didn't like this song. And I think I mostly just didn't like this song because Rob Van Dam was just, I didn't like him <laughs> uh, mostly, but he's, if he is a heel in real life, he plays that card very, very well. Just, just put that out there. So that was my my least favorite. Nice, Ch- yeah. Chad, did you have a least favorite one of, of of this? My least favorite was uh was Holla by Desiree Jackson. I didn't like that one growing up. Didn't like it now. Um, it, when I talked about like things seeming like ripoffs, um, this one was definitely like a ripoff of like the Pussycat Dolls. Like they were trying to like I was wondering who like. If they they could have just spent an extra twenty bucks and got Timbaland to help them, you know, make it. Like there you go. It, it just it wasn't a great song. And looking back, I was like, oh, this is just trying to be like a 
a girl group from that time mm-hmm. um vaguely like r&b it, it just it didn't it wasn't good then it's not good now no i i agree that was one of the ones on my on my least as well so my least guys i feel like such a just do it nincompoop for you are, you are a nincompoop trying to have a conversation with two guys who understand wrestling uh it's maria's uh with legs like that oh zebrahead I don't know. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's Go actually ahead. a band. That was one of the couple of bands that I'd heard of um, outside of uh, like the, the that did something other than this album. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I just it just wasn't like when I think of entry music, I think of like those announcers. Like well, there's already a match going on in the ring, and all of a sudden, like you hear the announcers go, "Wow, shit, here it comes!" Blah, and you hear this <laughs> music, and you're just like, "Okay." I don't know. That's. And so I, that's how I envision it. Like I, this whole time while, while I was listening to this, it was like the entry, like, is this something I could see this person entering the stadium with? And it's like this one, I'm just like, it's kind of like you're walking around a mall. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. It's, it's funny at the time, at the time women weren't really there to be wrestlers so much as eye candy so it's funny that because today in pro wrestling women very much are athletes and put on clinic matches at the time you know right wrong or indifferent they were basically just strippers that were wrestling in a you know minus the mud yeah uh so it's funny that the music kind of conveyed that I never, I hadn't even, I hadn't even really run that through of like, is it is it like a go get pumped up and like fight song? No, Vince, Vince it's definitely a, was selling sex. Yeah, it's time. a, it's a look at me, look who's coming in, kind of thing. Yeah, it's not music that would be playing if I walked in the room. Like, let's just <laughs> be honest. No, he doesn't have the legs like that. I don't have the legs like that. Nope. My my wife says I have the calves like that though. Look at you. I know she likes my calves. Kind of like Marshall from uh, How oh, I your Met Your Mother. mother. <laughs> oh, God. That would be your, your pop culture reference for you. Yes, I, w- I could agree. How I Met Your Mother? Just Marshall. Oh, yes. I am I am Marshall. Just poor That poor Midwestern boy who's way over and over his head. Yep. Makes, Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense to me. Right. I, so, uh, I, I identify with that as well. There you go. We doing deep cuts? Yeah, let's do deep cuts. Who's uh, You're looking at me? Yep. Oh, gosh. And that's, <laughs> that's never yeah. a good thing for Brandon. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm doing Carlitos Quien Soyoy. Yo, yikes. That was bad Spanish. Um, well, it's a WWE, so really Spanish. They didn't really care much about either. That's true. Um, but it, it just the, the beat, the rhythm that kind of went along with it, um, you know, and then when the bass drops, it really just kind of makes you kind of want to move and kind of get you pumped up for, huh? for Carlito. So pretend like i know what i'm talking about just keep going just keep, just keep rolling just keep doing just it gonna pass i'm just gonna pass it off to chad chad do you have a deep uh, cut? interesting interesting thing about that song um there was a handful of songs that never got used some of them didn't get used by the wrestler they say they were gonna get used by and some of them never just got used that oh. one never never really actually made tv really um they, they, they there was a couple um the my my dark horse track is probably uh this fire burns by kill switch engage um that one's got, that one's got a soft spot in my heart um it was always uh i didn't like it uh, first growing up was a little too heavy but like as i got into heavier music growing up i revisited it and i was like oh this song actually kicks all sorts of ass and i didn't know um that song wasn't labeled for anybody and they ended up giving it to cm punk after they gave it to randy orton for two weeks 
Um, Interesting. If you're if you're ever if you're ever looking for really obscure wrestling knowledge like that, you should <laughs> hit me up. I've got I've oh, got all sorts of this wrestler used this song for two weeks and they changed it to somebody else. That oh wow, that we'll was definitely push your studying. pod. We'll definitely push your pod out for us too. Don't worry about that. We'll get your we'll get your stuff out there. Yeah, I'm sure we've got wrestling fans that are out there too. So it's oh, there's oh, a I'm bunch sure. of them. There's a lot of but no, um, yeah. that that one was very good, and um, I would say uh, "Deadly Game" by Theory of a Dead Man. Um, I've just always had a soft spot for that band. I always felt like of the Nickelback ripoff bands, they were the best. Yes, I agree. They were a Nickelback ripoff ripoff band, and they were the best. So nice, I like it. Yeah, hey, <laughs> he's not wrong. I was. It's, it's, I, I never rip off someone who had the same opinion that I had. But First it, of it, all, it, this is our second guest who have who has brought up Chad Kroger on a guest album. So we got to figure out how to get that in and all of our guests on our guest who, appearances. Who what was it? Was was Spider-Man the album the other one? No, it was a Tim McGraw album that oh, Chad yes. Groger wrote a song for Tim McGraw that literally, if you listen to it now, it sounds like a Nickelback song, but sang with a country accent. It's the worst freaking thing in the world. Yeah. Like it was like either his favorite track or his dark horse, and I blew him out of the freaking water for it because I was like, "You didn't read, you didn't research who actually wrote that, did you?" And like yeah. he didn't, and our guest was like, "No," and I was like, "It's Chad fucking Kroger," and he goes, "The Nickelback guy." I'm like, "Listen to that song again. It sounds like Rockstar, yeah. except sang by Tim McGraw." And he goes, "It does." Yeah. So then we looked at the lyrics and we're like, "Oh yeah, that's oh, Nickelback yeah, that's hardcore a, that's sung a by a country song. dude." It was bad. Oh no. Yeah. So I. Bashing Nickelback is a is a, a favorite thing of mine as well. Yeah, you know, bashing Lars Ulrich again, different level. That different fucking guy. Level. Yeah. Um. So I've heard my, that. Yeah, hey, you know, my actually my hat says hashtag fu Lars, and it's one of the notes my goats hats. But because he's got a special place in in the you know personal hell of mine, <laughs> I fucking hate. It. Plus, he's a douchebag mostly. Um, uh, yeah, that, that, I didn't. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard he's not the best person to be around. No, and he killed Napster. Just. Just that alone should kill it. But the fact is that he has all these guys around that have actually great talent. He's a subpar drummer on a really good band. It just pisses me off. I don't know what it is. Um, my deep cut was with legs like that by Zebrahead. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I picked it for two reasons. First of all, SoCal pop punk. It's kind of my thing. Like okay. California pop punk. Sure. I love, I love the sound. I like how I get the same impression off that. It it's uh it does different than everything else in this album. It's completely on its own island for a song for a WWE. I agree with you. It is not walk up hype music. Right. But the song with legs like that kind of reminds me that like it's a wrestling song with and Chad is correct during this time frame. Sex sells, and there was also mention of women's legs and most of their body parts all the time. Yeah. And. I can respect a woman with powerful legs. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, also, for fun, if you have liked this song or want to check out more Zebrahead, just check out their cover of the Spice Girls Wannabe. It's amazing. I they will do, check that out. They actually I, do the song in like twice speed. Like they up the tempo by two. So it's it's really fast. Oh it's man. really good. I Because that's already a pretty quick Yes, and they do it too. faster. So they're they do a lot of other covers too, but Zebrahead's a fun band to listen to. I'm a former karaoke host. So let me tell you, that song has a special place in my head because I've seen lots of drunk girls get real messed up to it. <laughs> that, that just like fun. is falling off, and, and, and it always ends badly. There's just five of them that can't stay on the same line together, and I get such a chuckle out of it. 
Well, and so do they because they're probably on the stage and they're just like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. guys. I would, I like going to karaoke and just sitting back and watching. Like when you go to GR and you can just like hang out, drink a beer and watch people do stupid stuff. I just try to drink too much because if I get too much in me, I'm getting my ass up there. Well, it's never going to end up well. But so you're, you're a karaoke host. Does that mean you sing like when people don't sing? Do you actually feel, feel like? Yeah, I, I have to. I usually start most rotations and I also do the backup vocals. Nice. Awesome. So what is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song, um, the one I enjoy the most is um, Handlebars by the Flowbots. I, uh, okay. I, I can rap better than it looks like I can rap. So it, always, it, it catches like people it. by surprise a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fun I one. I like that. I like Nothing that like too. seeing a guy, a, you know, a blind comedian with a cane, all of a sudden he goes up and just starts spitting out words. <laughs> You're just not ready for it. And You're just not ready for it. I'm, I'm that, ready for something. That song I'm ready for something with, like, you know, take on me or something like that. I don't the, know. That song ends with um a, a bunch of a bunch of lines of I can end the planet in a holocaust. On the last one, I should have a fairly okay growl too that I can do if I've warmed nice. up a little bit. And on that last holocaust, I'll growl it. So I've just gotten I've rapped and I've growled in the same song. That's awesome. That is amazing. Well, once that's up and running, I know where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, we're we gonna check out some karaoke yeah and i gotta do some stand-up over there man it's been too dang long it has been too long for you to do some stand-up i know i'll drive you i know once again because you'll drink that's very true <laughs> all right so we want to go into final thoughts and ratings yeah wrap, wrap this one up i like it who are you gonna go first i'll go first okay so overall not a great album but not terrible kind of middle of the road for me i loved the mix of musical styles i like that the wwe was finally starting to branch out into other fans of music because Wrestling fans kind of go to all varieties of age, you know, creed in there. And they're not just always metalheads. Um, you'll find a lot more people that just like easygoing music too. And I like how they're just trying to like not only play to the metalheads, but they're playing to everybody. And bringing hip hop in was uh, needed for a lot of their, a lot of their, their talent likes hip hop and they're big in the hip hop culture but also to just bring that into there because you do get a lot more variety of your fans that'll kind of buy in. So I was happy to hear artists of color get represented, not just be a bunch of white dudes screaming and yelling. I mean, it wasn't as predictable as I first imagined. Like I thought this was going to be terrible and I was going to make fun of it a lot. And I mean, I could have more than I did, but mostly just because of the wrestlers. Um, And it wasn't as predictable or as, uh, cringe inducing as i was anticipating imagining so i went with a six and a half chad what about you man what are your kind of final thoughts and what are you going to give this thing um so this is definitely like a nostalgia album for me and it really it's interesting to look back at where my music taste went having really stemmed from this cd mm-hmm. um so i would say that i really <sighs> I enjoyed the, all the all the hard rock and stuff on it as a kid. It was it was mostly where I went. And then revisiting, I got to like yeah, like Zebra had had a re- that was a really good pop punk track on there. Even um, some of the hip hop was pretty good. I'm coming by Silk the Shocker was um, I feel like that was an underrated song. Um, yeah. And so for me, it, it definitely to get a look at how it shaped my music taste. It means a lot to me, and I, but unfortunately, you're, it's not an amazing album in the grand scheme of things. I would give it a seven and a half. Okay. No, I feel I, like it's probably fair. being generous. No, yeah, it's fair. I, it, you get the nostalgia bump. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, I'm leaning musically with, with you, Steve. Like, there's a, the, a, the diversity aspect of everything. I liked how 
from top to bottom, Chad, like you mentioned in the beginning, they bookend it really well. And then everything in the middle just kind of, it fits really nicely. I, I can appreciate that as a, you know, I look at, you know, you know me, I look at these things a little bit more technical. T- I'm the technical guy. So I look at the construction of an album and I think the construction of this and how it was laid out from top to bottom was, was really good. Um, and my rating honestly just cuts you two right in half. I'm going with a seven. So I think, yeah, I mean, all together guys, that's kind of, that's yeah. like 21 out of 30. So that's, I mean, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely passing grade. That's a passing grade. That would have been that's a, a, that's a C. C's get degrees. C's yeah. get degrees. Yeah, For sure. I love it. No, And I, I do, I appreciate and to, just to piggyback a little bit more to end with motorhead and like being a little bit of the old school metal guy and like liking like motorhead and Lemmy and just, he is God uh, going for there. And like to end with that and just kind of bringing in a little bit of that, like nineties, early two thousands, like gruff, stuff it I, I i that that brought back more nostalgia for me that very last track in hearing hearing motorhead uh, on there just was like okay this is a wrestling track like this is this, this is meant for wrestling well guys that was wwe reckless intent yes go check it out it's a fun listen it's, it's on fun. spotify it's on spotify it's on amazon music chad did you own do you own this one or how did you listen to it i i, I bought it a um <laughs> And Best Buy, when I was 11, um, I did listen to it on Spotify. I didn't have my okay. own copy handy. Okay. Um, but uh, no, it was, uh, it's, it's on there. There's a, there's actually a really good collection of like wrestling music on Spotify. Yeah. So if you ever like were into wrestling and want to hear some of that old entrance music stuff, it's all on there cataloged pretty well. Yeah, it is. I, I agree. There's a lot, there's a lot there, a lot more than I thought there was going to be. I might have to just check it out just for the music aspect alone. Cause it was all pretty if, good. if you like if you like heart heavy stuff i would recommend forcible entry if you can okay. that one's tough because a lot of the licenses have left so that one doesn't stream as easily yeah yeah it's gonna get hype music like, going to his i'm gonna for get his, you know his job like mortgages and like yes, yeah yeah i'm gonna get hype that's how it's gonna go love it so chad where can our people find you what's your socials what do you want to plug yeah. You can find me at Showtime Schultz on Twitter. Um, you can find uh, my podcast, the Undisputed Podcast of the World, uh, on Facebook. And you can also follow uh, the open mic I, I help run, and which is coming back Mondays as soon as we can, Monday Comedy Mania. Follow up with all the funny people uh, I associate with every week. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, man. For sure. It'll be a, it'll be a blast. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Sweet. Guys, as always, this has been the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Brandon. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you next week. All right. Notes My Goats. Notes My Goats.